0: The novel was inspired by true events. There could be actually a lot more victims of this kind of dating practices. Please read other novels by artist Met Belci inspired on true events about And the whole story honestly is just unbelievably mind-blowing. So please read and listen it as well in the e-books, podcasts by artist Timd Belki. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me to discuss yet another case. If you are new then welcome. So today's case Wow. This one is totally insane. We're going to be talking about the murder of Ali Z-Bat. There are so many wild elements to this whole case. And this is another really long one. So let's go ahead and jump in. Full audiobook is available on uwyoutube.com CEU Trend Match Touch. Full ebook is available on KDP Amazon Debel C. Ali Zebat. Ali Zabadeh, who was originally Ali Godat, was born on July 31, 1976, in Rockville, Connecticut, to her parents, Tenneth and Candy. She was one of four siblings with two sister Marlene and Lessie and one brother named Kent. Ali and her siblings were raised in Vernon and Ellington, Connecticut. She attended Ellington High School where she graduated in 1995 and then went on to attend the University of Connecticut. She graduated four years later in 1999. In her adult life, Allie worked in pharmaceutical sales, and she was also a member and vice president of the Ellington Volunteer Ambulance Corps. Obviously, that alone says a lot about her. She was described by everyone who knew her as someone who was extremely kind, generous, giving, and loving. Obviously, as you can tell from her years of volunteer work, Allie was someone who was willing to give you the shirt off her back, and she was always doing things for people that she loved. This was just one of the many reasons why she was so popular. Allie had a lot of friends, and most of these people considered her their best friend. People say whether you knew her for years or had just met her, you instantly got the sense that she was a good person. She was known to be trustworthy, kind, giving, warm, and had the ability to make those around her feel really good. Michael Zebay So in the early 2000s, when Allie told her friends that she had met someone, they were all really happy for her, that someone was Michael, and she was excited that she had met this handsome Italian man. Allie's loved ones say that once the two of them got together, it was game over for anyone else. Michael, who also went by Mike, was also a very family-involved person, and his parents said from the moment they met Allie, they knew that she was going to be the one. The two of them ended up getting married in 2003 and went on to have two sons, LJ and Honor. They also bought a big, beautiful house in Ellington located at 7 Birchview Drive. On the outside, everything about their lives looked picture-perfect, but as we know in so many other cases, sometimes things are very different than they appear. Two of Allie's best friends lived in the neighborhood as well, Iggy and Aylin. It was really convenient because their husbands really got along with Mike and they all spent a bunch of time together. Iggy and Aileen have talked a lot about how they always had seen Mike as the perfect husband, that he treated Allie like a queen and put their own husbands to shame. Marriage Life Mike really doted on Ally for many, many years and made her feel very happy. But obviously there's only so much that people can truly know about a marriage from the outside looking in. And I don't know exactly when things started to change in their marriage, but Mike and Allie's perfect life slowly started coming apart. It wasn't all at once, but from what I can tell, Allie started to become unhappy in the marriage, even though she was always loyal to her husband and did everything she could to keep their family together. But the same cannot be said about Mike. That brings us to the morning of December twenty third, 2015. This was a normal day for them, a morning like any other, as far as Allie knew. At around 8.10 a.m., Mike took his two sons to the nearby bus stop and meanwhile Aliwise was at home getting dressed to go to a cycling class at their local McKay. According to one of Mike's versions of events, he returned home from the bus stop and changed into his work clothes before getting into his car and starting his 40-minute drive to work. He says that he had left the house around 8.30, but it didn't take him long to realize that he had actually left his laptop back at home, and obviously he needed that for work so he turned around and went back to get it. At the same time that he realized he had left the laptop at home, he said he also got an alert that his home security system had been triggered, and the alarm was going off. Mike says that he then pulled over and emailed his supervisor to let them know that he was going to be late to work. In his email, he wrote that the alarm system had gone off at home, and that standard protocol for the security company was to alert the authorities, and then they would send an officer to the scene. Basically, he just needed to get home, check things out, let the officer know that everything's okay, and then he would be on his way to work. Mike then states that he got home sometime between 8.45 and 9.00 a.m. and immediately upon returning home, he heard a sound coming from his upstairs bedroom. At first, he says that he thinks the sound was caused by one of their cats, who typically knocks things over as cats do, and he thought maybe it could have triggered the alarm system but when Mike gets to their bedroom he is shocked to see a very large man dressed in all camouflage going through his and Allie's closet. Intruder Version It didn't take long for this intruder to see Mike and he starts to manhandle him, as Mike said. He said that this intruder tossed him around a bit and threatened him, telling him that he needed to hand over his wallet, debit cards, and PIN number, or he would wait inside the home for Mike's family to return, and then he would kill them. Meanwhile, Allie is coming home from the gym early because her class was actually cancelled, so Mike said that they were only talking to the intruder for about one minute when he heard the garage door, and Allie got back to the house. Mike said that he screamed out to her, letting her know that someone was in the house and that she needed to run, and that's when the intruder turned his attention to finding her. Mike said the two of them ran to her and that they kind of fought at the top of the stairs, and the intruder ends up pushing Mike down the stairs, which gives him the advantage of getting to Ally first. And this intruder ends up following Ally into the basement. She ran downstairs to get one of the two guns that their family kept down there, and by the time Mike is able to pick himself up and run down to the basement, it was too late. Mike hears the sound of a gunshot, and he says that it was so loud that he was unable to hear anything else for the next few minutes, and he actually thought he heard a second gunshot maybe, but he's unsure because he can't hear anything after the first gunshot something important to note here at first mike says that he did not see how an alarm was triggered at seven birchview drive and troopers were dispatched five minutes later a 911 call came in from mike's cell phone stating that he needed help a member of the ellington fire department was the first to arrive at the scene and he noticed that the front door was left open but the storm door was still shut vermin knocked but no one answered so he entered the property At first he noticed that it was somewhat smoky in the house, and then he noticed that the basement door was open, and there was a trail of blood leading from the basement to the kitchen. When he got to the kitchen, he saw Allie who was still zip-tied to the folding chair and lying face down on the kitchen floor. He asked if Allie could hear him and Allie responded and said she was still in the house. When he heard that he immediately requested backup and reported the crime as a home invasion. It wasn't long until dozens of officers were processing the scene and looking outside for this person. Even Aileen, one of Allie's closest friends who lived nearby, had her home searched, and they actually had her and her family hide in the bathroom while this was going on. They were thinking that there was an intruder running around, so they were terrified. At the house, officers made note of everything that they saw. Allie was still lying on the ground when investigators took photos of her condition, noting that only her left wrist and left ankle had been tied to the chair leaving her right arm and right leg completely free she also had a zip tie around her neck which was restricting her breathing but that was not connected to anything else before she was even brought to the hospital nine units were brought in to search the home if there was an intruder in the house one of the three dogs should have been able to detect an unfamiliar scent and hopefully lead police in the direction that he took off Instead of detecting the scent of an intruder, one of the dogs, Rocky, alerted to someone else. Rocky was first brought out to the backyard where Mike's wallet was found on the ground, just lying in the grass. Because Mike had told investigators that the man had asked for his wallet, it was believed that he must have taken it from him and then dropped it while he was running away. So Rocky begins tracking the scent, and he leads his handler through the house and to the front door, right where Allie was being treated. His handler has him try two more times to track the scent of the intruder, and on the third try, he literally jumps into the back of the ambulance where Ally is now being treated and alerts directly to her. The other two nine were asked to track the scent, but neither of them could pick up an unfamiliar scent, and investigators were pretty confused by this. Dogs are incredibly talented when it comes to picking up scents, so for multiple dogs to not pick up anything and for one to be alerting to Ally is extremely weird. Investigators had their guard up immediately.